yo 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 coming at you live so tonight you will have the pleasure of only hearing from me <laughs> um i unfortunately procrastinated this on my end more than i should have and chris brought it up earlier that we could record a podcast but we were calling family talking to uh he had a zoom call with a client we we're just hanging out watching a movie and a typical sunday it's not one that we necessarily um think about work on so anyway uh, you have the pleasure of having me as your host for this episode. Very excited. Now, let me just tell you a few things. I'm going to break it up into life updates and business updates. First, we'll start with life because we all have that. So we moved and that's been a hot topic for the last few weeks, but we officially moved on July 1st. It was really nice because we have some super awesome neighbors who have a trailer that they've offered to help us. <laughs> about three times in the last two years because we've moved multiple times on the same street and half one of those moves was half into a house half into a storage unit down the road so it's it's just been a mess and so I I'm very grateful for them and I I kind of wonder if they're just grateful we're gone because we keep moving and it's about every year every month or so anyway uh, so we moved and what's nice about this new place is we are in, it's, I'm not going to say basement apartment because you think that's total underground. We have the sun coming through our window. So it's one of those, um, it's almost like if there's a beginning sinkhole underneath the home, it has begun and then it stopped. So we're barely into the ground. Like maybe ground level is probably halfway of like my hip level of when I'm in our apartment. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with saying that. So it's really nice. And one thing we really love about it is that it feels like ours. In the last place we lived, we were renting it from a family who moved to Jerusalem just for a year. So with this family of four children, two adults, they have all of their things in their house because they're not just going to take it to Jerusalem with them. So we were, you know, moving around in this house and kind of playing like we're playing house. It always felt like we were kind of borrowing it because a lot of the things there were theirs, like the closets were stuffed with just boxes of their stuff. The, the extra bedroom was stuffed with just the stuff of their stuff. It was just, we were using like their countertops and their, um, uh, like, I don't know, we used up some of their hand soap before or right after they left. So anyway, those are very minor things, but like using their bar stools and their table. And it always felt like it was, it was never ours because it wasn't. So this is really nice that where we live now, everything is ours and we love that. Uh, we also passed the 4th of July, which was really fun. We just kind of hung out. We watched The Sandlot. I ate way too much ice cream. We went to Chris's work party, met some people, had really great conversations, which I'll get to in a minute. And then we, uh, we came home because a block away from our house, there was a very elite fireworks show that we could see from right around the corner of where we live. So we just sat on someone's grass and watched it and it was magical. So... Let me tell you about that real quick. On the way from Chris's work party to the place where we sat on someone, some stranger's grass and we watched the fireworks by our house. I I just got to tell you, when I was a kid, and I know I've mentioned this before, but when we when I was a kid, we would go onto our second story roof and we had, we still have, like we still have the only tall second story house in a very big neighborhood. So we could sit on the roof and look down and we could see Phoenix downtown um, like fireworks because there was always fireworks downtown and then some random ones here and there throughout the Phoenix area that we could see. So being over here 
is a very different experience. On the, what is it, 20 minute drive from where we were to our house, it was like looking, it was kind of like if you had a filter on that was sparkle or glam filter and everything's kind of twinkling. That's what this freaking valley looks like. Everyone is doing fireworks. And I'm not just saying like the little Roman candles, like pew, it's like aerial fireworks. The big fireworks are popping off everywhere. It just looks like glitter all over the valley. It's it's just something you got to see. My camera did not do justice, so I'm not I deleted the video immediately because it just sucked. So there's that. Uh now let me back up a few days. Also, happy 4th of July. Yay. It's my favorite holiday. It was wonderful. Um my experience was this. I dropped Chris off or I met Chris at work and we worked a little bit. Got I bring I brought him some lunch and things. And then on my way from his work, I said, hey, I'm going to fill up your car with gas. And he said, great. Here are my keys. I went to go fill up his car with gas. But also, we've talked about, like, oh, I, we should probably wash your car. And we've mentioned it multiple times. So I wanted to get him a really good car wash. I got him a $20 car wash, one of those real fancy ones from a place called Quick Quack Around Here. And we, not we, but I, by myself, I took a lot of time, went through that, this very fancy car wash that, that supposedly gives you a wax sealant and all these different fancy things. That's more than just a regular wash. It's like, Ooh, three colors of soap instead of one. I felt like it was doing something different than the original. So I just wanted to treat him, make sure his car was super clean to give it back to him. Gas tank full, you know, the typical, like, oh, you have a great wife, Chris. And he goes, I know. <laughs> just kidding. So uh, on my way home, I actually, before I gave him his car back, I wanted to run home real quick because I forgot something to bring back to him. Um, and on the freeway home, all these lights started popping up, like check engine light and your brake system's going out and whatever ETS or ETD or whatever that is, all these lights popped on. So I called Chris and said, hey, did you know that your battery is really low? There's a light on. And he's like, uh, no, that must be new. Like, okay, just letting you know. And then once I got off the freeway, and I'm telling you what, I was praying to the Almighty because the the car, it wasn't driving very crazy, but I was just being very careful because I was very aware of like, is this car going to die on me? Because I've never experienced a car battery die while I'm driving it, especially for all those things to go on at once. I almost wondered like, did water get in some part of the engine that it wasn't supposed to? And now I'm, am I going to self implode? So I got off the freeway and then the car died. So I had to, it was the whole thing. I'm very grateful for the people who stopped to offer to help and to talk me through like maybe what happened. Anyway, I, I cried. I Ubered back to Chris because my car was there, but I had the keys and anyway, it was this whole thing. And Chris and I had a really great conversation of um, how to communicate through something like that because it's not always easy to say, hey, you borrowed my car and now that you borrowed my car, like it's breaking down, what have you done? And it definitely, I, I just wanted to treat him. And so it was almost like, well, we blame Quick Quack, of course. Like, let's call them and say like, hey, the car wash sucked because it, it shot my engine where it wasn't supposed to. And anyway, it was a whole mess, but it was a very, I think the best part about that was Chris and mine's communication, how it got very strong, very fast because we we had to join together as a team to figure out what the next step was, how to get the car home, um, how to how to jump it, not how to jump it, but just we had to jump it, wait a while, jump it again, wait a while, and then drive it home and get a new battery, and it's just been a whole crazy thing. So really, I'm very grateful for the communication. Now, let's get to the juicy part. Let's talk about business real quick. Chris is running 
in October. Now he's saying maybe November, but I'm pushing for October. 50 miles. When I say that, you're like, oh, man, Chris, he's really cool. He's probably really fit. He's going to run 50 miles. No problem. You got to understand Chris hates running. You got to understand that Chris is not a runner. Chris ran that marathon last year with me with zero training because he knew it was going to be hard. He wanted to to test his body because he's very mentally strong and getting, well, he's mentally stronger all the time. So this time he's training for a 50 mile run. It's going to be big. And what's really neat is while we tell people about this, like, hey, Oh, if you like running or if you don't like running or if you feel like you need to give yourself a challenge, I'm doing Chris says Chris says this all the time and I'm very proud of him for saying it. He says, "You know what? In October I'm running a 50 mile. Do you want to join me?" And the people are always like, uh-huh, "Yeah, right, you wish." But what really happens is he'll say, "Listen, it's not about running 50 miles. It's about like let's let's run not let's, but Whatever your heart is, if you've never run a day in your life, get out there, run one mile, and you've succeeded. If 10 miles is hard for you, come join me for 10 miles. So basically, he's inviting people, and I'm helping him invite people along the way to, in a sense, relay with him. Wherever he is, they can run alongside him. They can run on the same path. We're going to have it marked out. It's going to be really big. So it's really neat to say, hey, you don't need to go to check off the list that you've run 50 miles because that might seem... Like you, you're not signing up for that because hard for you isn't 50, but it's a half mile. It's one mile. It's 10. It's, it's a marathon, half marathon, whatever it is. And so it's really fun. And I'm just, I'm really proud of Chris because he made up his own uh, running schedule because the first marathon I ran, I was very good about following this running schedule that was suggested to me where it kind of gradually gets longer and longer while still, how does that, how do I explain that? I'll just have to show you sometime if you ever ask me, but it was like run three, five, eight, eight miles, three, five, three, nine miles. And it it kind of gradually got higher and higher on the days, maybe Saturdays, if you want to stick to running Saturdays for your long, long run, it just gradually got more and more. So it was very fun, very exciting. So I suggested to Chris, he do something like that. He didn't want to of course, be like everyone else. So he made up his own running schedule. So he's following that and he is killing it. Let me tell you what. Very proud of him. Something we did this morning with a lot of the clients that he works with is do a cold swim. Now, because we've done cold swims fairly consistently since March, I want to say, we have swam in water that was in the 30s which is definitely a test. (laughs) And now that the water is in the 50s, it's not as hard, but it's also hard in a different way because when it was cold outside and getting into cold water, that's a whole different experience to where it's warm outside and you get in cold water because your body is now warmer getting into cold. So it's a little bit more of a shock, but once you're in there, it's totally fine. It's, it's such a weird thing and it's, it's so fun and exhilarating. So this morning, there's a lot of people. We're all very proud of them for everyone who got in, for how long they stayed in. There's even one one client of his that um, there's two parts of this reservoir. And obviously, when you're in the canyon, you can't hear, not can't hear, <laughs> your phones don't work because there's no service. So he was in one part. Everyone was waiting in another part. We somehow found out that he was already 
in the part where he was alone, he showed up. Let me just break this down for you. This guy, he showed up alone. He didn't know where anyone was. But you know what he did? He was already committed. He took off his shirt and he got in the water. So when we saw him, he was already in the water. And that shows you how cool this is. That this like this guy is so awesome that without any peer pressure or without any inviting or without any encouragement, he got in because he knew he wanted to do something tough. And he, he just had a smile on his face the whole rest of the time, which is so cool, which is one of the biggest reasons we do these cold swims is to have people choose for themselves to choose their heart. So it was so awesome. Another thing with business is uh, this week more than any other weeks, and let me tell you, this is from consistent communication with people that we've reached out to and reached out to again and talked to and get to know, we're getting on the phone with people now. So we're in, there's phases of, okay, well, let's say like, here's our target market. These look like they look like they fit by their pictures, by the things they say, the groups they're involved in on Facebook or social media. Now let's just send a message to them that we believe in that's it's not generic but it's it's very like we're mass sending the same message because it's our message now we're at the phase where after we've already reached out to them initially we've had a little bit of contact a little bit of conversation and now we're getting on the phone and this is probably my most favorite phase of this whole business of getting people generated leading to us and uh it's I gotta tell you I'm very excited to see some of these people on a zoom call and say hey this is who you're talking to this is not just some random message that you think is spam in your social media or any other account this is a man and wife who truly believe in what we're doing who are very excited to do something for you and here are our smiling faces because we're just so pumped that you're excited about this too and that we can connect and become teammates. So I'd say that is probably all that I have to say. It's it's exciting to be in this phase. We're we're just we're living in it. We're in the moment. We are it's not like we're looking forward to a certain goal at this point, other than the fifty mile run, of course. But we're just looking forward to all this consistency of reaching out to people and of keeping up the attitude of we don't need instant results because we need long-term relationships and we want those. We want long-term trust and loyalty and and people to believe in what our message is, not just say, hey, here's a generic message. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to make fun of it for a second, but people who in the MLM, Often you'll see them reach out to their fifth grade nemesis and say, hey, good to talk to you and connect with you. I like that picture. By the way, here's some product. Do you want to get in on this? And it's very, it's not genuine. It's it's not accepted. People don't like that. It feels very much like, hey, I don't care about you. I just care about me because I want you to buy and invest in me. But for this, this is completely different. We want to invest in other people. This is why we are being consistent. This is why we've invested our time and our money and and our situations and everything into what we're doing so that we can then hurry and get into other people's lives because we know that time is important. We know that people want it. They're hungry for it. They have a warrior inside. They need to unleash it. They need to train it. And that's what we're going out to do. So thank you so much for listening to this. Next week, I'll have Chris jump on because I feel like he always has wonderful insight. I'm more of an updater and here's my emotions and he's more of a, hey, I'm about to teach you right now every time he opens his mouth, which I love. So thanks so much for listening. This is our journey.